0: to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. I recently had the privilege of emceeing a banquet for a nonprofit that I'm involved in, Coldwater Foundation. I've talked about them before. I love Coldwater Foundation. They're a wilderness ministry up in the Boundary Waters on the northeast side of Minnesota, um, coldwaterfoundation.org. Check them out. They are just doing such amazing work. In any event, I was emceeing the banquet, and there was a young man, a high school kid. He's a junior in high school, and I'm not going to name his name because, A, he's a minor, and B, I don't know him very well. I just met him that night. and um, But if you're listening to this dude, you know who you are, and, and a lot of you who are listening to this and you were there at the event, you know who he is, so give him a fist bump for this. But this young guy, uh, he was asked to get up on stage – and share with two to three hundred people his story with this ministry and how it impacted him. And uh, I met him a couple hours before the event. He walked in, dude was nervous, and he shared with me that he's in a speech class and he's going to get some credit for this. and And he was looking forward to doing it, but you know, he was a little nervous. And um, he, he actually had a lot of composure. And as the as the event neared and, uh, him and I were sitting at the same table. I looked over at him and and he looked pretty nervous. He looked nervous. Um, but he's like, I got this. He goes, we're going to be good. I was like, awesome. You are going to be good. You're going to, you're going to nail this. And so I'm up on stage and I, I introduce all of our speakers. And then he, I believe he was the second speaker of, of, of the night. And he goes up there and the dude crushed it. He crushed it. And I'm looking around like, am I the only one that thinks this is ridiculous how good he is up there? And as I'm looking around, uh, no, everyone's like, holy cow, this guy's good, including his mom and his sister who were sitting at my table. Um, I, I think they about fell out of their seats. He was so good. He was so good. And so I went back on stage after all the speakers and I made a joke and I said, I was, tr- I was sitting at my chair wondering if he should go ahead and replace me now or if we should go ahead and, or if we should wait until after the event. Um, I got a few laughs, bad joke. Um, but then afterwards, towards the end of the event, we had a professional speaker, a guy who speaks for a living. And he came up and he said, Travis, you leave him alone. He's coming on the road with me. This guy was was blown away by this young man. in in his composure, his humor, his ability to connect with the audience, which I believe was his first time ever speaking. Again, dude, you crushed it. And it would have been easier for him not to do this. He could have said no. When my friend Kevin asked him to speak, he could have been like, "Mm -mm, no, no, thank you. That's hard. That's hard. And and the dude was nervous. but he did it and he crushed it and I suspect something in him changed that night. I hope it did. Cause wow. What a profound moment. I could see it in his face. I felt it. I could see it on his mom and his sister's face. Like, wow, this young guy, something else. Earlier in the night I was talking to a couple of other people that were helping set up and, and staffers for this organization. And, uh, and they, they asked me, they asked me how I was feeling about the event. I said, I'm pretty nervous, uh, but I'll be but I'll be okay. I'll we'll get through it and and, and and I'll I'll be fine by the time the event starts. And they're like, You get nervous? And I said, Public speaking is my greatest fear in life. And they said, But you're I'm seeing the event. How how does that reconcile? And I, I explained to them that I love speaking, but it's my greatest fear in life. And, man, I get nervous. Like, I'm almost vomiting nervous every time I speak, and I speak as much as I can. If anybody's willing to let me speak, I'm there. And if they want to pay me for the privilege of speaking, that's wild to me. It's still wild to me that people will pay me to speak. And uh, it's still my greatest fear. And it's hard for people to reconcile that because they see how nervous, the people that know me well, they can see it, how nervous I get. They can see the lead up to the event, especially my wife. She knows and she can feel the tension in me leading up to it, the preparation and the nerves and the energy leading up to it. And it takes so much out of me when I speak that I feel like a puddle afterwards and then often the next day. And, And again, it goes back to the question, well, why do it then? And here's why. I believe in doing hard things. I believe in pushing ourselves. I believe something changes in us when we do the hard thing. When we do the right thing for the right reasons, even when it's hard, especially when it's hard, I believe it can profoundly change us from the inside out. And this young man that I'm I'm now blessed to call a friend that spoke, something changed with him. Something good is going to come out of this. He did something hard, something good's going to happen. And I really believe that every time I've done something hard in my life, something good has come out of it. Some good change has happened inside of me. And we live in this culture that we pursue comfort, we pursue the path of least resistance, we, 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 we desire to have the easy road. After all, why, why have a hard road when you can have an easy road? Why Why would we volunt- voluntarily go down a hard road when we don't have to? Why would I say yes to emceeing this event? Why would I say yes to all these other things that I get to do? Why would this young man say yes to this really crazy idea of speaking in front of two to three hundred strangers? Why? Because doing hard things is worth it. And... and that same principle can be applied to so many different areas of our life. You know, in, in the financial world, for example, doing the hard thing, it's difficult to, to make that decision. Paying off debt, that's the hard way. The easy thing to do is just not pay it off. Nobody else is. Why should we? Why make the hard choice and the sacrifice to pay it off when we just couldn't? We could just not do it. Why risk changing jobs when our job is okay? It's good enough. It pays the bills. Maybe it really pays well. Maybe you're doing really well financially. The easy thing to do would be to stay there. After all, like, why not? More money, right? Build wealth. Have more. Retire early. All that crap. Why risk it all to shift? Why would I take a 90 percent pay cut to leave my amazing career to start over and do something different? Why do something so hard? Because it matters. These things all matter, whether it 's our finances, our career. I even look at like health and fitness, things like that stuff that's hard. My wife recently started doing a, a different uh, a different kind of nutrition program that on the surface sounded really hard. And, and to be honest, please keep this between me and you. Uh, don't tell her I said this. I didn't think she was going to stick with it. I really didn't think that she had it in her to have this much discipline to do the hard thing. And she's now almost two months in and she is doing the hard thing over and over and over again. And I am so unbelievably proud of her for doing that. And the results speak for themselves. The the outward results speak for themselves, but I think the inward results speak for themselves. My wife is changing as a person to to commit to doing something hard and then doing it in the midst of of all the culture that's saying, just take the easy way out or cheat here or cheat there or, or you don't have to do that she's sticking with it and I really believe something is changing in her and I'm just proud of her. Uh, I hope that I can have that much discipline to do the hard thing when it comes to the health stuff. I think I need to and I've had a couple friends inspire me recently. My friend Emma, my friend Sam, um, now my wife Sarah. There's people that are inspiring me and I just need to step up and this is an area, to be honest with you all, I, I I haven't done the hard thing. I've taken the path of least resistance. Something happened in COVID. When COVID hit, hit, all the discipline in doing the hard thing I had in that area, the area of fitness, it it went away. And and I, I really think I need to recommit. And you probably have yours too. You know what the hard thing is in your life. You know what it is. You just don't want to admit it. I don't want to admit it. I don't want to admit my, what mine are because the, the, the easy path is better. It sounds better. It feels better. Until we take the hard path and we realize, no, the hard path was worth it all along. We just didn't know it. And so that's my encouragement to you to figure out what it, that is in your life. Maybe it has to do with your career or your money or your fitness or your nutrition or your marriage or your friendships, but figuring out what's the hard thing that you've been avoiding? What's the hard thing that you've just pushed off to the side, kicked the can down the road? And I talked about this in a prior episode, but my friend Dan, he He decided he was going to run 100 miles in a day. And still to this day, I still reflect on it sometimes. It feels like it didn't actually happen because it was so absurd. But I was with him when he started. I was with him in the middle, and I was with him at the end. And the dude ran 100 miles in one day. Now, who needs to run 100 miles in one day? I don't know. I don't think there's any real purpose for that. But Dan had a purpose. And his purpose was to prove to himself and honestly if I can be honest, I think he was wanting to prove to others as well that we all have more in us. The easy thing for him would, would do have been to just do what he always does, to run what he always runs, or not run at all. But he chose the hard way. He chose the hard path. And I have a client that I just met with her today, young uh, single woman, and I've spent the last year with her watching her do the hard thing. She was making the hard choices every single step of the way. And her life today looks so much different than it did a year ago. But along the way, it didn't feel like this was the best path all the time. It was hard. It was hard for her. She had to make some sacrifices. Her career weaved in and out, and she made some very hard choices. The way she handled her finances changed significantly. The way she handled her generosity changed significantly. She made hard choices every step of the way. And I'm not sure along the way she really believed that this was going to be better. I think she trusted me, but I'm not sure she really believed it. And as we, as we, we reflected during our time, it, it was pretty clear. She was different And I didn't do that. Nothing I did made her different. What she did made her different. But it didn't happen overnight. It happened one hard decision at a time. So as you reflect on your journey, you reflect on the people around you. Think about the people who have really grown and the people who have really made positive steps in their life, and, and you fill in the blank XYZ area of life, and really examine, did they do the hard thing, or did they do the easy thing? And I think what we're going to find is that every time somebody really advanced and really grew and became better, it was because they did the hard thing. And so that's my request for you as you maybe process this a little bit, but really think about what is yours. What is the hard thing you need to do? And I would love to hear your feedback. Some of you know what that is. And and if you're willing to share, I would love to hear. I would love to hear where you're at in this journey. And I would love to hear what you decide and how that plays out. Because I really believe, like this young man that I watched change while he was on that stage. I really believe that there's something really beautiful on the other side of doing the hard thing. And so I'm going to continue seeking out hard things. I'm going to continue to speak. And I'm going to continue to be so nervous before and right, right probably during the speaking. I'm going to continue to do that because I really believe in that. I'm going to continue to have hard conversations with people. I'm going to continue to have engaging relationships with the people that I desire to serve. And it's not going to be easy but it's always worth it when we do that. And so I hope this helps. I hope this adds value and uh, look forward to seeing you again soon. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money which is our financial course for young adults where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And if you decide to buy a course, please don't pay full price. As our way of saying thank you for listening, you can get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, podcast25. And if that's not for you, that's okay. We're just excited you're here and we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys.